1: Welcome back, everyone, to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Julie, welcome to today's radio show.
2: Thank you. It's great to be here, and happy Friday.
1: Yes, indeed. And we are broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. We are feeling for all of you guys on both coasts who are experiencing what uh, the weather is. And, uh, you know, though I have to say between the folks that are experiencing the deep snow on the East Coast and those of you in California that are whimpering over a little bit of rain, I have a lot more compassion for those on the East Coast. But, you know, there it is. <laughs> right. So, listen, exactly. today's topic is going to be something all of you guys are really going to love. And this is something that um, Julie and I usually just hold in reserve for some of our best coaching clients because it's kind of advanced thinking. It's advanced levels of learning. It's it kind of expanding your brain. It's one of those things where you're going to have to think about it after the call, and maybe if you choose to do some more study on this on your own, you're going to find that it really is very revealing as far as really what it takes to be a true expert, but more specifically where you are at in your learning uh, continuum and that you do need to be continuing to learn at all times. And sometimes what a lot of us – face down is the fact that we get to the end of our natural talent. You know, I'll give you a real personal example. Jilly and I sold over 100 homes our first year in the business. It was safe to say that we had some natural talent going for us so that otherwise we wouldn't have done that. Not bragging, just stating an obvious fact. And you guys, if you've had a lot of success um, early on or really at any stage in your career, you probably had some natural things going for you that helped you along the way. Well, what happens is you get to a certain point, as as we did, where we wanted to grow the our our real estate practice, where we wanted to, you know, do what na- comes naturally. And what happened was that we would run out of well, how do we do it? How do we, you know, scale the business? How do we um, add strategic staff members and not basically burden ourselves with a bunch of unnecessary overhead? Are there alternative ways for us to, or uh, you know, profitable ways for us to? passively lead generation uh, generate versus proactively so we went through all you know and of course then there's the whole financing I'm sorry, the whole financial aspects of it and taxes and wealth accumulation. I mean, you know, the litany of things you have to learn to be successful long term in this industry uh, is, you know, the list is long. And we had to then go seek advice from others. So we realized that when it came to certain specific things, we just didn't know. And that not knowing was one of the stages of learning. Then knowing that you don't know is another. So we're going to really drill down on all that on today's radio show and I'm gonna issue a challenge to all of you to be honest with yourself about where you are in every aspect of your stages of learning. So before we get to any of that, Jules, anything you'd like to share with our listeners um, about your any of your interesting coaching students or anything interesting that you came across in your busy day today?
2: Uh yes, actually I have an interesting example from somebody who ran with our seller uh seller seminar the live seller seminar now she was doing her very first one and you know the first time you do anything we're kind of figuring it out and she was initially kind of disappointed because only three people showed up so i think most of us would say oh my gosh you know it was a bust i didn't get anybody to show up until she then said but it's okay because i took two listings from it (laughs) isn't that funny you know, yeah, and that just shows you, you never know. And like, that's a pretty rocking ratio. If you got three and you took two listings, you know, I'm kind of okay with that. <laughs> so right. and obviously we did, the more the merrier, and we'll make it better next time. But she did a fantastic job.
1: And so we did a radio show on the Holding the Seller Seminar sometime mid this past year. So go back and listen to... Um, the radio mm-hmm. shows. By the way, guys, we've put them on a, a website in case you haven't discovered this yet. Realestatecoachingradio.com com. We indexed all the past shows because obviously we have hundreds so they're easier for you to find. Spent a lot of time on that and thanks to our a technical team headed by Mr. Ventura for making that happen. So go to realestatecoachingradio.com and you can go back and listen to that radio show about how to hold a home seller seminar as well as all the other great topics and interviews that we've had. So we're going to take a quick commercial break and when we come back I want you guys to be ready to, to uh, take some serious notes and, and ponder and consider the ramifications of recognizing, accepting and then taking action on what stage of learning you truly are in.
0: Are you ready for 2015? Do you have a plan in place to make it your best year ever? Or are you still struggling in your career and waiting for your ship to come in? You can make this your best year ever, but only if you take control of your career and create an action plan for success. Join thousands of top producing agents across the nation who have turned to Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching to help them achieve top producing production and performance. Coaching works, and that's a fact. 10% of agents complete an amazing 90% of all transactions because they have a coach. Coaching and training is a critical part of a successful real estate career. But don't just take our word for it. Here's what Steve Brown, the president of the National Association of Realtors, had to say.
3: Well, I'll tell you why it's critical. There are some brokers who, when they hire... They hire indiscriminately. They just don't even look at the training or they don't provide the training and the education that a new agent needs in in the marketplace. As a real estate agent, you've got to associate yourself with a firm that's dedicated to your professionalism and your growth, and then the services like a personal coach like Tim, you, and Julie do. There are very few real estate people like you so personally and passionately involved in our industry and um, thank you for for what you do for our industry both of you are a wonderful voice for all that's best in the realtor organization in our industry so i thank you
0: if you want the production and performance that comes with being a top producer then you need a coach not just any coach but the leaders in coaching today tim and julie harris real estate coaching We provide you with industry-leading one-on-one coaching with a trained professional coach along with all the lead generation systems, scripts, presentations, team building, and business planning tools you need to dominate your local real estate market. We offer affordable pricing with no long-term contracts and our entire coaching staff are trained professional agents with top producing track records. Take action and visit us at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call with a trained real estate professional. There's no risk and no obligation, just a free personal one-on-one call with a trained professional coach. Join the elite 10% of agents who make all the difference in today's marketplace. Visit freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So what caused Julie and I to
1: originally write what we're about to present to you guys over a decade ago? Well, it was simply from having done literally tens of thousands of coaching calls and realized that not everybody is a good fit for coaching. That's just a simple fact. A lot of agents out there, and you know the ones that are (laughs) probably some of you listening to this radio show, if we're being honest, you guys kind of think you have it all figured out to the point where you don't really need to worry about improving any of your particular areas of your business. And, you know, we can list all the areas of your business, but the most obvious ones would be taking a listing. Hey, how about that? Getting, a price, getting it priced right and getting it sold, working with a buyer. You know, all the different aspects that it takes on the customer service side, on the, you know, you guys get the point. So what happens is that oftentimes we don't realize where we're needing improvement. Until basically we have a setback and that will come sometime in the form of, well, the most dramatic ones are letters from the IRS. Oh, I guess I should have maybe been uh, handling my finances better. Or it might just be losing out on a listing that you thought was going to be super easy for you to get just because somebody else went in with an organized approach. So it's interesting if we're being honest. Oftentimes we don't recognize where we're weak until basically that weakness really exposes itself in an uh, often painful way. That The way to avoid those setbacks and the way to avoid those self-induced failures is just to accept the fact that in every aspect of your life you need to be evolving, you need to be changing, and you need to be improving. And if you're not, you're degrading. And I mean that quite literally you know, I can give you guys. Now this is a little obtuse I realized, but this is like on a cellular level, okay? Your body is literally changing as you're listening to this show today. Your body, your skin, the phone you're listening on, the you know, the car you're driving if you're, you know, you're whatever, right? Nothing around you is stagnant. Every single thing, even the hardest of hard objects, the concrete floor I'm walking on right now, right? Every single thing is going through a state of change. It's degrading and and you know basically it's replicating it's changing it's doing something that's a non uh you know sometimes non-linear non-stopping uh state of evolution and you're the same way now the interesting thing is there are aspects of our lives where we become complacent we say for example well, my finances are as good as they need to be or my income is as good as it needs to be or you know my relationships are as good as they need to be or my listing presentation is as good as it needs to be. It's the same listing presentation I've used for the past 30 years and it is what it is. Well, okay, until you lose a listing, until you, you know, basically realize your finances aren't as strong as they were because it turns out you know, your, your taxes weren't being paid at the level in which they were or your property taxes increased. You, you guys get the point. So literally every aspect of your life needs to be under constant states of improvement or you will lose traction you will literally degrade you everything around you is changing and if you decide to not change you will lose i mean julie can i state state that any clearer or do you want to reframe that in your own way
2: you can literally apply that to everything as you were talking i was looking at the bananas here in our office counter Thinking about three days ago, they were nice and green, and now they have brown spots on them. Why? All all they did was do nothing. Okay, so if you do nothing, you could – any number of things, like you were talking about the financial examples. You can wake up one day and be 300 pounds. You can wake up one day and, gosh, you know, I can't believe how much the house needs cleaned or your office has become a total nightmare fire trap with goat pads through it, right? <laughs> so doing nothing – really is not an option and it does seriously apply to everything i mean look at your listing inventory do they get better with age
3: <laughs> no right. the
2: seller gets crankier they get meaner they call you more frequently and you have to do price reduction scripts so not much actually i guess wine would be the only thing i can think of maybe cheese gets gets better, gets better with age, with age yeah maybe generally yeah. speaking things go downhill if you leave them alone
1: That's right. Your your banana uh, uh, analogy was perfect. I mean, that was a great visualization. Yeah, we just got those stupid things from Costco three days ago, and they're already rotting. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Why? I guess it's because I cooked something next to them on the stove. Maybe I accelerated it. But even had that not happened, they certainly weren't going to last forever. I always feel like it's a race for the bananas.
1: So again, guys, with your mind's hopefully open to realizing the fact that really every aspect of our lives has to be under a constant state of improvement. I want to present to you the level, the first level, and it's what we call the clueless know-nothings. And Julie, do you have those notes in front of you?
2: I do. So this is from stages of mastery, right? So the first thing is recognize there actually are four stages of mastery. And you go through these different stages at different times in your business and in your life. So certain things in your life, you're a level one, you're a clueless know-nothing. Other stages in your life, other things you've worked on, you're at a higher level. So the first thing is to recognize there are levels. So the first one, clueless know-nothings, also known sometimes as unconscious incompetence. How do you know if this is you? Well, you can easily identify an agent in this first phase, clueless know-nothing, because They typically have few or no skills. They do not keep any sort of schedule. They have no clue where their next lead is going to come from, let alone their next paycheck. 95% of agents are actually at this stage, and there's a good chance you're at this stage at least um, on some level in some things of your business. Now, you're either an agent where you are the clueless know-nothing, you have to deal with agents who are clueless know-nothings, or you might be a broker with a certain number of clueless know-nothings in your brokerage. But how do you know? You're going to take a simple test. So be honest with yourself, don't cheat, and don't try to skip a step, and then read the results. So Tim, are you ready for the test?
1: I'm ready for the test.
2: Okay, perfect. So question number one and again guys be honest do you have a set schedule designed around predetermined goals these are simple yes or no uh, answers number two do you frequently attend any and all quote educational events offered by your office your region and your mls board because you think this is the best use of your time yes or no number three do you track all of your numbers no not your phone numbers you need to know your cost per lead, cost per transaction, profit for sale, how many deals you excuse me that you have pending, how many contacts you're making, how many people are on your list, etc. Next question, and again, these are yes or no. There's no gray area. Do you have an organized database of past clients and people in your center of influence that you hear from at least once that hear from you rather at least once per month? Yes or no? Question number five, do you have a belief that the agents who are successful have a secret or are in some way cheating to obtain their success. Yes or no? If you answered no to more than the three of these questions, you are at this level. Remember, 95% of agents are at this level. You are not alone. This is pretty common. So, Tim, shall we go on to characteristics so that they know for sure?
1: Well, again, guys, I mean, if you're, you're paying attention, it's okay. These are basic and things. Yeah, it is, but it's okay, and honestly, it's exciting as hell for you to go from the area like where a lot of you are now, not knowing that you don't know, and the next level beyond this is knowing that you don't know. So going from where this first level is to the second level is fun, because you realize that there's tons of areas and ways that you can get a lot better at what you're doing. Oftentimes, interestingly enough, top producers are the biggest uh, challenges to accepting the fact that you know, just because they've been successful in the past, they're going to be successful going forward, where the exact opposite is true. Everything, more than any time in the past two decades that I can remember, in this industry, uh, things are changing so vast. So if you think you're going to roll into 2015 doing, saying, acting like you have for 2014 and obtain even a close resemblance of the success that you've enjoyed this year, you are wrong, and you are going to struggle needlessly. So accept the fact that every single aspect of your business and professional life need to be changed, upgraded, at least need to be uh, looked at thoroughly to determine if you are allowing yourself to grow complacent. So characteristics of an agent at this level.
2: Characteristics are, number one, they actually think they already know it all. In other words, they actually believe they've got it all sorted out. Remember, the title is clueless know-nothings. They also, number two, badmouth or go out of their way to deny the importance of learning anything new. They say things like, oh, yeah, I've heard that before. Point number three, most importantly, they have no clue that they don't actually know anything. Thus, the name clueless know-nothings. In other words, they don't know that they don't know. So clueless know-nothings, Tim, are super easy to spot. When we speak at events, clueless know-nothings almost always sit in the back of the room with their arms crossed, their legs crossed. They probably have their phone out, you know, checking their Twitter or what have you. They're the ones that show up late. They leave early. Sometimes they talk during the event. And worse yet, at break times, they're the ones that come and try and convince you that they don't need to change. So some of you guys might be squirming a little bit at this point because it might be you that we're talking about. Maybe you just came from an event or you were the one that left early and talked during the event and you know walked away saying, oh yeah, I've heard all that before. Maybe you're a clueless know-nothing. Maybe you're a little nervous, but that's okay. Because in order to get to the next level, you've got to actually be okay with being uncomfortable. Most people spend their entire lives doing everything in their power to avoid ever feeling uncomfortable. They build their lives around never feeling uncomfortable. Maybe now for the first time in a really long time, you're starting to get that feeling. Good time of year to feel that way, by the way. So allow yourself to feel it. That's necessary to get to the next level. Tim?
1: Well, I mean, that's really a good point. And it is interesting that so many of us form our lives, structure our businesses, and our relationships around the idea of never getting the feeling of, you know, nervousness, of like security has become more important to you than improvement. Security or this, the, the facade of security, you know, like the airport, right? You know, when you go through the security at the airport, they're doing all this checking and whatnot and hoodleberry, and yet you find out that there are all kinds of things are still getting snuck on planes. And, I mean, it is, it is security theater. And so many of our lives have been essentially – created into a really a resemblance of a theater a presentation, right? We are acting like that we know basically how to get it done, that we know what we're doing, that we don't need to change, and nothing in our lives changes. So, Julie, what's next? All right, so the goal is
2: to move, obviously, to the next level as quickly as you can. So if you're uncomfortable, just recognize that's an indicator that you need to do some growth. So allow it to happen when you realize that you have a level of cluelessness. By the way, it's normal to feel this way in certain things but not in other things. So maybe you're really a rock star working with buyers and you have a high level of comfort. But really, if we're being honest, when you talk about listings, you might be a clueless know-nothing. So that's okay. Just recognize it. You're going to have an aha moment about this. Look for those feelings. So for some of you, that's not a new light bulb. The thought process and the growth needs to be actually doing something about it. So remember that you have the seeds of greatness already within you, and you possess everything that you do need to live the life of your dreams. But it's our job as your coaches and potential coaches to recognize that and ignite the spark in you. It causes that change to happen. So know that you're on the right path. we got to get to the next level, which is level two, the knowing no nothings. Ah, the light bulb has gone off. So welcome well, so to let's, potentially level two. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, this is, your, this is where you have your breakthrough, right? So, you know, the epiphany is the light bulb is okay, there are, there's, I I realize now, I accept the fact that I am not as good as I thought I was, right? I am accepting the fact that I need to improve my certain aspect of maybe, again, we always drill down on listings because that's our focus, teaching you guys to be listing agents. So, I need to improve my listing abilities. I need to improve my abilities to. Uh, how to communicate with the seller? How to, you know, deliver USPs in such a way that it's a no-brainer that they're going to list the house with me. I have to know how to present my pre-listing pack. So when they receive it and they've un- and I basically explained it uh, as, you know, frankly, Julian, I ask you to that the sellers are looking at this as a non-decision decision. In other words, whomever you're competing against for this particular listing, it's a no-brainer that they're going to list it with you because your stuff is that good. Now. You can be on the other side of that, for example. You can be competing with one of our students who uses the pre-listing packs and uses the scripts like we suggest. And then you can be the one that has your ass handed to you in the listing appointment. It can happen either way, right? So don't wait for the bad thing to happen, for you to realize that maybe you're not as good as you thought you were. And embrace the fact, love the fact that you can improve. Love the fact that you can get better. Mm-hmm. Get in the flow of the continuous improvement that life demands, and you'll find a lot less resistance with accomplishing your goals because you are, you know, basically as God does, right? Constantly changing and evolving. So, Julie, let's talk about the knowing no nothings.
2: Perfect. So, the knowing no nothings is level two. This is where your life gets interesting, and I have to be honest, Tim, this is where most of my favorite coaching clients are because they have had that light bulb go off. They've accepted the fact that they are clueless at least on some things you'll be start. you will truly start to learn and actually grow you've transcended from being a somebody that is a clueless know-nothing on to being knowing that so that may not sound good but believe me you are doing well 95 percent of all of the agents never progress beyond level one so don't celebrate just yet put the bottles of cristal back in the cooler before we move on here's a warning You can easily regress back to the first level. It's very common for agents to regress back to the first level. Why? Because at level two, being in knowing, know nothing, and beyond, you have to actually practice and exercise your soon-to-be newly learned skills. It's too easy and common for the wing it approach to creep back in. Agents learn a thing or two, figure out a few things, then all of a sudden they're right back to knowing it all when in reality, they're just getting right back to being clueless know-nothings. So make a commitment that you won't allow yourself to regress. Now here's the test to determine if you're a level two knowing know-nothing. Ask yourself these five questions and be 100% honest. Number one, do you know that there are many things that you don't know? Yes or no. Number two, have you attended a professional educational event where you've walked out and thought, I know more than that clown, I should be a speaker. Yes or no. Number three, have you attempted to adapt something into your business or maybe recently write a book or exposed yourself to someone or something that you never have before in your life? Yes or no. Do you now know that you can no longer just get away with winging it? Yes or no. Are you finally willing to admit that you don't really know it all? Okay, so if you answered yes to three or more of these questions, you are indeed at level two. So from a coach's perspective, again, we love agents that are at this level because they're ready to learn. They've accepted that they need help, and far more importantly, they are ready to actually take action. Level 1 agents are nearly impossible to coach. They fight you all the time. They like to act like they know more. You know, it's just like tooth and nail all the time. They're virtually uncoachable. They actually believe they've got it all figured out. So if you're a Level 2 agent – know that this is a critical time in your trajectory. So if you want to continue your upward path, there are some specific coaching items to tackle. Shall I continue, Tim? Absolutely. All right. So again, we want you to continue and not regress. So what has to happen? Number one, build your business around a proven model. The, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, we call agents like that samplers, by the way, that go from thing to thing. That approach doesn't work. Whatever models you follow, make sure it's not dependent only on one source of generating leads, another common problem. You must have a balanced approach to your business. We coach students to have at least four or five, sometimes eight or nine unique and separate sources for their lead generation. That way, if one goes away, you're still okay because the other ones will pick up the slack. We call this building your wheel or spokes on the wheel. So this is one of the most important points, Tim, is to actually build your business around a proven model and not just to go around sampling things and falling victim to the next latest, greatest, you know, whiz-bang, this will save your real estate business thing that you saw in your email this morning.
1: So, number gimmick I yeah. mean, and, 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 right? gimmick yeah. a yeah. and it starts in earnest in about 30 days. You guys oh, would all be, be smart to put your phone numbers on, on your, and your cell phone numbers on the do not call list. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of these guys will say, "Well, do not call, it doesn't apply to business to business, but unless it's a business phone listed with it in the directory as a business phone number, then technically they're not supposed to be calling you. So you know if you get a bunch of onslaught of buyer lead selling companies hammering your phone uh, early into next year, which is what's going to happen, you need to put your, cell, your personal cell phone and your phone phone on a hard, or on the do not call list. And then when you do that, they won't call you anymore. And then you'll have a lot more time to focus on what really matters in your real estate business. Guys, trust me when I tell you the gimmick arama train is coming to your hometown soon. So be ready for it to be absolutely inundated with all kinds of thinly-veiled get-rich-quick schemes that companies are trying to sell you guys. Say no, or even better, say hell no, and shut off that noise so you can focus on what really matters in this business. Julie, what's up?
2: Next one is to become comfortable being uncomfortable and to actually avoid being comfortable. Give yourself permission to feel uncomfortable as much as possible. And I, I want. we'll obviously continue this on future coaching calls, but... The thing that comes to my mind, Tim, and you'll remember this, we had just done four or five listing presentations. We got every single listing. We came into the office. We're being super cocky. And what did Rory say to us? Obviously, you're not going on enough appointments if you're only hearing yes.
1: This is our first year (laughs) in the business. Are you
2: kidding me? We were all full of ourselves. Like, not not an attaboy, good job, guys. No. And I remember, Tim, uh, Howard Brinton, uh, we had emailed him something about, we just passed our 50th deal, and Howard goes, let me know when you hit 100. Like, Actually, are you
1: Julie, Julie, Julie <laughs> that was Rory. Was Rory it Rory? Yeah, it was Rory. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, so what they were saying to us is put yourself in situations where you're more uncomfortable and you'll do even better and accept the fact that hearing no and being uncomfortable is part of your growth process. Those of you guys who are conflict-avoiding, hearing the word no-avoiding, you know, sitting on your leads too long because you might find out they're not real leads – letting a seller be overpriced, you are making less money because you are sitting around being comfortable than what you'll make when you become uncomfortable. I can't say it any other way, Tim.
1: Well, true growth comes from acknowledging the fact that, I mean, if you're following through on these on the radio show, and we're going to obviously pick this up on a, a future episode, but true growth comes from being honest with yourself about the areas in which you need to improve. Smart people don't wait. Heels to self-discover where they need to improve. They just basically decide to attack it head on. A simple question to ask yourself is, what aspects of my life haven't changed in like the past maybe 90 days? You know, think about it. Your exercise, your health. A turn of the year is a great, perfect time of year to really rattle your own cage a little bit. Consider buying all new clothes. Consider finally losing the weight that you've promised yourself you would lose. Finally, maybe deciding to go back to setting really huge goals like maybe you have uh, prior to the real estate crash. Getting back to really embracing the fact that this is an incredible industry at an incredible time. You are at the right place at the right time. And now it is your absolute imperative to embrace the fact that we're in a long-term real estate boom. Guys, we uh, we interviewed just the other day the CEO of the National Association of Realtors. We've interviewed chief economists at the different major uh, listing portals. We've interviewed some of the most significant people in the real estate industry, and they all are saying exactly what we've been telling all of you guys for at least the past year, that we're in the very beginning stages of a, a huge real estate boom. Make the most of it. Start thinking big again. We're coming up on what will be a perfect downtime. you know, Over the holidays, there's a great time for you guys to kind of catch up um, goal set, get your business plan done. Coaching clients, make sure you're getting your real estate treasure maps completely done. Uh, really decide to embrace the fact that 2015 can be the time for you to load in all new software. Heck, even maybe even consider adapting to like a completely new environment. Julie and I have done that. We've moved cross-country and back uh, what, four times now, Julie? I mean, we, we yeah. will literally choose to, like, buy another home. when We move from, uh, you know, we wanted to go from one environment to the other. We do exactly what we're suggesting to you guys so that we don't become complacent. Because if we become complacent as your coaches, if we become lazy, if we stop embracing the fact that there's always areas for, we, uh, for us to improve, we become crappy coaches because we have to keep ourselves frosty, we have to keep ourselves leaning forward, we have to keep ourselves always learning, otherwise we will start to become stale and we no longer can be effective for you guys. You see, that's our motivation. You have similar motivations if you dig deep and really accept the fact that again, there are constant ways for all of us to improve. Guys, the only time, you know, there really is no time where you won't be in a state of change. Embrace it, make that change work for you. If there's anything we can do for you, what do you do? Free coaching calls for agents.com, Free coaching calls for agents dot com. Heads up. Uh, this is an official notice. We're raising all the prices on all of our coaching programs starting January 1st in a fairly significant way. So if you are on the fence about uh, joining one of our coaching programs, you need to make a commitment Sometime soon, because come January 1st, we are going to raise the prices. Don't worry, existing coaching students, you're going to be grandfathered in. You don't have to worry about it. But for anybody new who has not been a student with us before, you're going to, uh, it's going to be more expensive, just the way it is. So take advantage of the current pricing, because January 1st, we are going to be raising the prices. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic weekend.